With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. What's more subtle than a backhoe but pays off in cash? I'm Tanya Hall and joining me is Charles Henderson, global managing partner and head of X-Force Red at IBM Security. Welcome, Charles. Hey, thanks for having me. So what's the mission for IBM X-Force Red? Our mission is hacking anything to secure everything. And simply put, our job is to make things break before the bad guys do. Because if you think about um, what our clients are facing, um, they, they, they're effectively trying to patch holes that they may not even know exist. And so we try and pinpoint uh, as many of those flaws and uh, get, allow our clients to get to them, fix them before criminals have a chance to monetize them. One of the oldest connected devices around is the automated bank teller machine. What do AD, ATMs rank and, and where do they rank on the list of hacker targets? Well, to put it simply, pretty high. And the reason is nothing monetizes quite as easily as cash. So if you look at it through a criminal's eyes, they're, they're basically, they're saying, how do I make money off of something? Well, when that something actually hands you money physically, um, it's pretty high. And, and you look at ATM attacks, how they've developed over uh, even the recent uh, past few years. Um, it, as recently as five, 10 years ago, uh, the only thing banks were really worried about was maybe a backhoe, uh, which is legitimately a tool that is used to compromise an ATM because you know nothing beats a backhoe. Um, or B, blowing up an ATM and just basically hoping that about half the cash survives the initial explosion. You gather up the cash off the street and you get to take it home. Both of these techniques though are not exactly subtle and they don't necessarily scale real well. I don't know how much you know about backhoes, but they don't go particularly fast. It's not like you can take a backhoe nationwide around all the ATMs, but you know what you can do? You can, you can attack these ATMs digitally uh, and then send low-cost resources, think of them as like foot soldiers, that require very little training because, you know, collecting cash from the front of the ATM, anybody that has an ATM card can do it. Um, but now you can just tell a, a street criminal, hey, be there at the ATM at this given time. Or maybe even use this card at this ATM at this time with this PIN number. Um, and if you are subverting that ATM electronically, um, the, 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 the criminal mastermind sits at home, compromises the ATM, spits out more cash. One of those ATMs might have upwards of $200,000 in it. It is very lucrative very quickly. What is the state of ATM technology today? Is ATM security keeping up with the advances in cyber threats? Well, I would say the outer shell of the ATM, the plastic, a lot of times that's brand new. Um, unfortunately, uh, remember those ATX cases we used to have in the two, like 2000 era? Well, they're all inside the ATMs. In fact, uh, if you look at the side of an ATM up top, there's often like vent holes, like little perforated holes. That's actually so that the really hot ATX case can ventilate properly. 
And if that sounds bad, it's because all the security has gone into securing the cash because you had all those physical attacks we were talking about just now. Um, not a lot of time has been spent securing the computer. And what the criminals have realized is that computer is really valuable because if you can steal the computer, re do, do some due diligence offline, then you can attack the entire fleet. Um, and as banks have tried to consolidate down to a singular technology, uh, you've made the scale of that, that attack work for you. And uh, today, we're, you know, we have more than 3 million computers, uh, globe, or uh, ATMs rather, globally. Uh, that's a lot of targets. And you say that $200,000 per ATM, that's a lot of money. Um, so that if you perfect an attack and then rinse repeat it, um, it's great for organized crime. What is jackpotting and what's the level of difficulty in pulling off this kind of hack? So if, if jackpotting is basically a remote attack against the ATM that just gets it to dispense cash. Um, no, no card required. It's the equivalent. I remember when you were a kid, look, ma, no hands. Um, it, it's, it, it's that with an ATM, go pick it up. Um, usually for uh, ATM engagements where we're hired to an attack an ATM, uh, we're going to end up jackpotting it in the first week. Um, and, and that means that you've got to do a lot to protect that ATM. But jackpotting isn't the only threat here. Um, a lot of people think the ATM decides how much cash it's going to give you. Like you put your card in, you enter your PIN, it verifies the PIN somewhere, and then it decides it's going to give you 520s because you requested $100. It doesn't actually work that way. The request is sent to the bank. The bank says, yes, this person has that amount of money. No, it doesn't. And dispense this number of bills. So the, 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 the response back from that, that controller, that, the, 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 the management computer, actually determines how many bills come out that slot. Well, if you can modify the response, you can actually get to the point where you can say, you know what, give it 50 bills. Give, give the, uh, he or she 50 bills that's standing in front of the ATM. And, and at that point, um, you really get it to scale. So you could, you could conceivably go there with any kind of MagStripe card and subvert the communication to the controller. Um, and it doesn't even matter if you have money in an account. You don't have to compromise an account per se. So based on your experience, what kind of tips can you offer both consumers and banks to combat cyber threats? Well, first of all, uh, let's, let's take the banking side because I think um, that's, that's the, really the onus is on the banks. Um, don't assume that the, 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 your vendor has delivered a secure magic box. Um, and there's a tendency to do that. You don't really think of an ATM as a computer because you don't see the keyboard anywhere and the monitor's embedded in it. You know, it's, it's sort of the, the ultimate all-in-one computer, I guess. Um, but it, it very much needs to be tested and it needs to be tested in the situation that exists in production in a, or very production light because all the things, the management uh, interface it has, the, the controller, all uh, the communication path, all of these things impact the security of that ATM. So you wanna test it in your environment. And, and secondly, uh, look for abnormal withdrawal patterns. Um, in, in the case of somebody who subverts the communication channel, you may not see them, but in other cases, like say the cash out attacks we saw recently where criminals were raising the daily withdrawal limit of account holders and then uh, using that so that they could do a quick hit on compromised accounts, something like that, those are all um, behavior patterns that change. And if you're monitoring them, you can catch fraud before it maybe has the grand impact of a, a system-wide problem. For, for consumers, 
a couple of things. Monitor your account balance, first and foremost. You should be doing that not just because of ATMs. You should be doing that because it's just wholesome good sense. But also, check in on your daily withdrawal limit. Uh, going back to the cash out attacks we just discussed, um, if you see your daily withdrawal limit for your ATM rise from, say, 300 to 30,000, that's cause for concern. Okay. Um, and then finally, uh, just think about the physical uh, outside of the ATM because just because you're seeing a rise in the digital attacks, uh, man in the middle attacks, uh, 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 um, attacks against the ATM management back end, doesn't mean that uh, petty crimes like overlays on the keypad or uh, skimmers on the card reader aren't still viable options. You still have that street thug option. So I, I think a lot of times consumers hear about sort of the cutting edge attack and think that the old attacks aren't worthwhile anymore. It's not a, an either or scenario. It's actually a both scenario in this case. Charles Henderson, Global Managing Partner and Head of X-Force Red at IBM Security. If somebody wants to connect with you, maybe they want to find out more about your work, how can they do that? Uh, uh, great to follow me on Twitter, Angus underscore TX, or uh, you can hit us up on the web or follow X-Force Red on Twitter. Sounds good. Thanks again, Charles. And if you guys want to find more of my interviews, you can do that right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.